Wow, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Wrestling Ish Trash. Episode 164, we are here with you on another Trash Tuesday to talk all things professional wrestling, past, present, and possibly the future. I, of course, am Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling Ish Trash, your friend till the end, Mr. So-Called Positivity. I'm trying to... Change my ways, Nick. I'm trying to oh, be more yeah. positive. I'm trying to take oh, a yeah. page out of Nick Anaselli's book and be a little more oh, positive yeah. out there. So I'm working on it. Let's just say uh, lots of things are happening for me lately. But before we get into all of that, I would like the second host of this show to introduce himself. What up, everyone? Nick Anaselli. So you know me, Mr. Positivity, as Lou said. But one, I want to apologize. Past two weeks, life's been busy for both Lou and I. Between work, for both of us, especially, I think it's honestly just been work. Very So I just want to apologize on that behalf. Um, but yeah, we're going to be back normal. Also, kind of everything in just the wrestling world as a whole has kind of been dead, and we don't like to speak when we don't need to. There's not much to. So kind of a good break for us, too, at the same time, to be honest. But we're back. Yeah. we got a lot coming up, a lot of big shows coming up, some crazy news, just in general, cool things. But yeah. So, Lou, I'm glad to see you looking into the positive world. Life's too short, my friend. Life's too yeah, short. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Trying to be like my buddy Mind Runner, who uh, has been hosting some Twitter spaces lately. And he's uh, he's thinking about doing a couple. I still call it Twitter. Sorry. I'm not going to call it X. Yes, um, it's, it's hard. Doing a couple Twitter spaces on uh, mental health and positivity. And today is World Kindness Day. I didn't even know that shit. And he was hosting a space like an hour ago for for that space and there was like a bunch of people in there just being nice being <laughs> nice to each other and i was like what the fuck is what is this is this twitter like what's happening in here so i hopped on in there i hopped in there for a little bit trying to you know grow up a little bit and stop fighting with these internet trolls even though i hope that one day this podcast can help eradicate and destroy the toxicity of the internet wrestling community. I hope that in some way this show is helping to do that. So the never ending battle of the, on the war against tribalism and internet bullshit. But anyway, I'm good, man. Uh, just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. I'm doing great. Works great. Uh, personal life's great. Everything is, uh, everything is everything, man. Um, I, tried to i was gonna wait till this came up later but uh i sent you a message on last saturday i was at my uh i was at my girlfriend's house and she's she goes to me go ahead and put on your wrestling stuff and i was like oh shit for real (laughs) you really let me do this so i put collision on and i just wanted to like share with you a little thing i found funny um, so she was willing to give it a chance. Like she was like, go ahead and put it on. I know you like it. Let's, what is this? Like she was asking me questions. Like, what is this? How does this work? They're not hitting each other. I had to like explain the whole, like, yeah, how the shit works or whatever. So of course, because she decided to tell me to fucking put it on the show had already started. So of course, who's on TV when I put the fucking TV on? Of course, it's the acclaim. Of course it's the acclaimed and daddy ass with their pink belts and the scissoring and all this bullshit. 
and of course they're cutting a 69 day promo and it's all weird and there's innuendo and she's like trying to understand she's like why is she's like did is his name daddy ass <laughs> i'm trying to like explain That's all these awesome. things there. and then of course who comes out of all the people that they could have had come out let's dalton fucking castle and the boys yeah. of all people come out at the same so it was a little bit of a disaster but she's super cool. Uh, she basically just made fun of me for um, liking this weird shit because she doesn't get it. And it's funny when you run into people like that who just they just don't like they can't wrap their heads around like wrestling. Like they just can't wrap their heads around it. I guess it's not for everybody, man. You would think that you could just introduce somebody into it and kind of ease them in. And maybe, you know, I'll get her to that point. But it's just it, it's not for everybody, bro. Every- <laughs> What I tell everyone is once you bring someone to a show, yeah, that changes everything. Oh, that's going to happen. That changes everything. Because even like years ago, I went with like three of my boys who they used to watch it as a kid like everyone else did. But then haven't watched in 15 years. We went to a WWE live event show and they had an amazing time. Oh, yeah. Like we're asking questions and because you're there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's the easiest way to get someone into it. Of course, the oh, one believe that- me, a hundred percent. If I find a, if I see AEW is heading down there, or even WWE show, if they're heading down to her area, I'm buying tickets, and I'm be like, yeah. hey, we're going to this shit. Yeah. We're gonna go, and you're gonna see the real shit. Like you're gonna see oh, in real yeah. time how it is. It's so much better, so much better. Yeah, I think so, dude. But let us not, uh, let us not digress. From the wonderful news of professional wrestling, let's go ahead and get into some of these topics that we got here. So the first thing I have on the agenda for today is the CW have added WWE's NXT to their sports lineup. So NXT now has a five-year deal, which starts, what does it start, next year, in March October or something? October 24, I believe. Oh, I really? This year yeah. or next year? Next October? October? Yeah, so I guess next October, yeah, like 11 months yeah. from now. Okay, so they've got a year left with USA, and then they move on to the CW, which is super weird that they're going to the CW. But they got a five-year deal with uh, the CW, and it'll showcase the upcoming talent and wrestlers from the uh, WWE moving on to the main roster. And they're leaving the USA Network after a uh, pretty short spiel there. But how do you feel about this? Uh, Um, So from the business perspective, from the things I, I read, right, that we see online, sounds like it's an insane move. They're getting a big pay jump to go over there. Um, the ones, like, who I trust, even though we don't talk about it, like the Sean Ross Saps and the Raj Geary's, all those dudes, whatever, they said they're definitely going to take our viewership hit, but I don't think hmm. they really care about that. You know what I mean? Like, money, I hate saying it, money makes the world grow. But here's my thing, like, especially – living on the West Coast now. I don't know how. I'm, not that I really watch NXT regularly. I'd say at least like one, to, one or two shows a month you can maybe get out of me. Um, yeah. Even though as of late, it's been pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie, some of the things. But I don't know. I guess it really doesn't bother me because I'm not the biggest fan. It's just, I don't know. Like say I decide I want to watch it. Like do they have an app or something? You know? Like I, it's, right. I don't know much about the CW. I know isn't like... Not, I don't know. Don't they have like the when I think of when I think of the CW, I think of like Supernatural, yeah, and shit like uh, that's on there, right? The Flash, yeah. So I don't know that type of shit. 
Yes, I really don't know, and I guess this kind of ties the two things. Wasn't that where NWA was supposed to go? Yeah, so the rumor was. Yeah, so my thing is, um, this is good for the talent because I think they're getting like a thirty percent pay increase or something of that nature. Like the wrestlers. Um, yeah, the talent. Oh, I wanted to add that in there, but I couldn't find it, and I know I saw it somewhere, but. Uh, with all the money that they're getting for this deal, they're literally giving their talent a 30% pay increase. So it's great for them. Um, and it's, it's going to be good for CW also because they're going to get a shitload of like new viewers now to their television programs. Like, yeah, you know, some of these people will stick around and watch some of the weird shit that they have on that channel. I don't know what, what's still on there besides like, I know they canceled most of the superhero shows. So. I don't know if they have like Vampire Diaries or whatever the fuck else is on yeah, that channel, know, dude. but um, yeah, they'll definitely end up getting more viewers to their channel. So I think it's a win-win for both. Who it's not a win for is the NWA because the NWA was rumored, and I freaking, you know, I put all these got all these pictures on here, and I didn't even put any of these up there. So there's that one, guys. In case you're wondering who's watching, <laughs> what it's not good news for though is the NWA because of this situation here that they had. On one of their pay-per-views. So if you're not aware, there was a big rumor that the NWA was going to get the CW deal. Um, they were going to get a television deal. That would have been, I don't even want to say huge. That would have been like game changing yeah. for that promotion to be on TV. And they would have gotten a prime slot, I would imagine. And everything seemed to be in place for them to make that deal. And then they decided to do a cocaine angle on one of their pay-per-views with James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and a bunch of other people. I don't know if there was any other people there from, like, back in the day or whatever. I only recognized him from the video. But they were basically doing lines or simulated doing lines of cocaine and drugs and popping pills and taking shots, like, while the show was going on. It was like an angle that they shot. And I guess, you know, again, this is all rumor and innuendo because we really don't know. But I guess the executives did not like that shit. And then all of a sudden, this CW NXT deal came out of nowhere. Like, it came out of nowhere. Because there was no, like, like there was nothing about this anywhere. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, done. It was, it was just like, holy shit. You know, so kind of sucks for Billy Corgan and NWA, but... You know, this is a case of uh you pays yeah, your money and you takes your chances. You try to take a chance to do something uh kind of shocking or like cutting edge and it bites you in the ass. Yeah, this came quick because usually the reporters will be like announce something like and then it happens like a day or two later. They reported that shit and then like say it was eight AM by noon WWE let out like a press release. Yeah, man. Uh, my question done. for you is, because sounds nuts to say, even though it felt like it just happened. WrestleMania season's right around the corner, right? Because Royal Rumble's in like two months. And the big thing is they do call-ups after Mania. So do you think somehow call-ups might get affected because of this? Like, I guess an example like Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker, right? I don't see both of them staying, but like do you see maybe one of them not getting called up because they want a big name they have to stay for the CW? Or is think, it kind of, or is it like 
after WrestleMania, like that, those first two nights or two weeks, they'll do call-ups, and then whoever they got, that's who they're building between, say, April and October. Yeah, I think you're still going to see call-ups on the regular. Um, some quicker than others, you know what I mean? But I think what's going to happen is that you're going to see a change in NXT, though. They're going to definitely focus more on... Because when you watch NXT, like... You don't see a bunch of people walking around saying, oh, I'm going to get called up. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get out of here and, yeah. and graduate. They don't do that shit. Like they, they just treat it like this is our home. We're here. Just like if you watch Monday Night Raw, you know, Seth Rollins is defending his title and this is where we are and this is our thing. Like you don't have a bunch of NXT guys saying that this is the minor league. When I get called up, this is going to yeah. like they don't do that shit. And I think you're going to kind of see a little bit more of that now with this um, move to the CW. They're going to make sure that you understand that this is like the development league. Um, but you're still, I think you're still going to get, well, not still, but I think you're going to definitely get more of this, like what we had last month with like the Cena's and the Cody's and the yeah people probably. like that kind of showing up on the show randomly. I think you're going to get a little more than that now, especially at like the first show. Like the first show for sure, they're gonna have us. It's gonna be a spectacle. Like they're gonna have a lot going on. Oh yeah, they're gonna have a lot of big names on there and shit. So you're gonna see a lot of that. But I think it's gonna be. You're definitely gonna see more of that. Like at least the first year to kind of like pump up the rating. You know what I mean? Or not so much the rating, but just to get the ingrown audience in there for that show, so that they can justify the the cost. Yeah, because you know, and I think one thing I still randomly want to see. Before he retires, I want to see John Cena have a no shit match in NXT. Um, because forever until he got sick and now, now between him like recovering and then his job now, I forever thought Triple H's last match was going to be at a takeover. Like this is before COVID, like when the takeovers were massive and all that. I actually thought that's how Triple H was going to go out on his back. Like, he was going to get involved in a storyline, like, let's say, Adam Cole when he was there, and then he ends up putting him over and then retired off to the sunset. Um, I kind of want to see it, but and maybe you see things like that in the beginning, you know, obviously depending on schedules and all that. But, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Like I said, now that I learned from just now this 30% raise thing, I think that's actually really, really cool that they get that because they deserve it because I, I think – I'm assuming there's a tier level. Like when you're just at the performance center before you're on TV, you're probably like not making a crazy amount of money, to be honest. Like if I had to guess. Yeah. I don't know the salaries, but definitely I know it's definitely way, way under what you would be making. Like I'm assuming they, I'm assuming they give them enough to I would assume they give them enough to be like, all right, this is what cost of living's like in Orlando. Like, enough to get a place and have some money. Like, nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going yeah. out and buying new cars and all that shit. Right. And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. I think um, uh, I'm more than you and I would. I mean, I don't assume to know what you're, like, making or whatever. But definitely, like, more than their average regular person salary. You're talking about a couple hundred hundred thousand dollars. I would think at least. You know what I mean? Hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand. But I... Um, but again, I don't actually. Why can't I just fucking look that up? Yeah, you probably what, can. What but I actually do, depending on the person, 
right? Like Lola Vice. We'll use her as an example. She kind of came into the PC, bless her heart. But she came in with nothing, background-wise, like a lot of the people. Like, I bet you a Lola Vice is probably making more than a Tiffany Stratton, right, you would assume? Even though Tiffany I don't know about Stratton, that because Tiffany's Tiffany's pretty big. She's gonna be a big star, like yeah. But I guess I was saying because Lola has like name value already when she came. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany. I think like we've said. I think we've said it on here before. Tiffany's like <sighs> wow, that's bro. when you look at and think like that's the future of the company. Look at this shit. What is the average? This is from when? Twenty nineteen. Sports Business Journal reported earlier this year that NXT talents typically earn between fifty thousand and one hundred and fifty thousand annually, with an average salary of about eighty thousand. Yeah, that yeah, I would figure something around that. I, I really feel like that's really low. I feel like your one fifties, like back then, like twenty nineteen. I bet you that's what Adam Cole was making one hundred and fifty. Nah, man, that's really fucking low. I mean, if you're coming from the Indies, that's probably a lot of money. Like. You know, the indies, you're probably not making, you know, you're definitely not making hundreds of thousands of dollars on some of the indies. But I feel like that's fucking really low, man. Can you imagine being in NXT and you're making $50,000 a year? Yeah, because I remember that, I remember the reports where a lot of people didn't like or had to get used to is when NXT used to go on the road, WWE paid for everything, their flights, but when you get to the main roster, like that's when you start paying like for your shit. Yeah. Well, granted, I mean, at that point, at that point, you're making fucking a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and you probably you know, all those memberships and which well. I still think that's bullshit. Because like, if if you're fucking bro, these people are constantly posting that they're made they they made the most money every year. They make the most money they've ever made. Like it's never gone down. Yeah, <laughs> they make billions and billions and billions. You telling me you can't pay for your fucking talents travel? You can't pay for your talents medical? Like the fuck? Like, that yeah, shit makes I, no sense. Yeah, at least, like, the medical for sure. I know they cover that, like, if they get hurt, but I don't think they cover, like, oh, I have a cold, I need to go. Yeah, to they got to go to, like, urgent cares and shit. And, and yeah. at least as far as I know, because they're independent yeah, no, contractors. I, think so. basically. I know when they get hurt, like, when they tear their ACLs. Yeah, yeah, shit. of course. Yeah, yeah they have but, doctors and well, they have yeah, surgery and all that. Like, oh, I have a cold right now. I need to go to the doctor. Like, I think they're not covered. Like, yeah, that's yeah you, better, you better take some fucking Musinex and get your ass out there. I don't give a fuck but about your sore throat. I don't know, like, yeah, like, that doesn't sit right with me. Like, hey, I'm flying to Monday Night Raw, and I have to get a hotel room, and I got to fly there. Like, I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't sit right. That shit's weird. Like, even I don't know. And, and a lot of guys even drive. Even, a lot of people drive covered, to save money and shit. Even if they covered one of them, like, hey, man, we'll take care of your flights, or we'll take care of your uh, – like your hotel or something. Yeah, like one or the other. Like we'll get your room or whatever, but you got it. like even I don't know, bro. I, the way these people have to. The thing is that they drive everywhere, so yeah. you know a lot of times these people are not taking planes unless I would imagine you're like AJ Styles or somebody like really high up there who's probably making like maybe a million or a million plus. Then you're probably flying a lot of places, but a lot of people just drive, bro. Or, yeah, and, like, or the higher up, like Cody and them. Because that was one thing me and my girl talked about. I guess the last year before we move on. Like Cody and like Seth, Becky, like they're on the TV regularly, but they have a bus, right? Yeah. And I know they go home. They don't live. But does this bus driver like never get a vacation? Because what I imagine, this is what I said I came up with. 
Perfect example, right? Becky and Seth are at Raw tonight. They're on TV, and now they're not needed, say, till Saturday for the live event, right? They fly home, because I know Seth said they have a house in, like, L.A. and then where he's from in Iowa. So they go to whatever house they go to. Does that dude just drive to where they're going to be Friday to, like, pick them up when they fly in? And they yeah, bust I would them? imagine. I would like imagine that. they have a couple different drivers. They'd have to. Right, because that one dude would get slayed. Yeah, they can't just have a dude because that's first of all that's dangerous as fuck. This guy's gonna fall asleep on the road. They've definitely gotta have a few people who drive these things because there ain't no way, bro. Like a West Coast driver, an East Coast driver kind of thing. Yeah, or, or you know somebody who's they split the week or something like that. That has to be some way. But yeah, dude, that I, I feel like that's so low. Fifty thousand. I can't imagine that. You're on TV and you're taking bumps and getting slammed into shit and beating your body up all goddamn day for 50 grand. That's, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you. It definitely, uh, you know, it's, it sits different, but uh, I guess we'll move on. But yeah, I don't know. Good for NXT. And I hope bad for NWA because I will say this, uh, NWA had a real good chance of kind of coming into their own with that because that would have been a again i can't understate how big that would have been for nwa like for nxt it's like okay you're moving to another channel like yeah you know what i'm saying it's it's fine it's 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 good for them the money and the financial increase and all that's good but like nwa has been on youtube all this time they've struggled to kind of like you know when they have a big talent who's like really good they end up going somewhere else you know what i mean like Ricky so, Starks, Thunder Rosa, Nick yeah. Aldis, all these names that came up in NWA, you know, they kind of oh, went to Impact and then they went to NWA and now they're like elsewhere. You know what I mean? So this, I'm shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if they they end up fucking folding soon because from what there's it's being reported is that there's a lot of the talent is really fucking unhappy with Billy Corgan because they lost this deal because a lot of them thought it was in the bag. Like they were like, yeah. Oh shit, it's happening. And then all of a sudden they got the news like we all did. So it sucks because, you know, again, we keep saying on this show, like there's too much wrestling, but I would have liked to have seen what NWA could have done with like a TV deal. Yeah. Right. To shot at something just to I mean, see what the fucking they did. NWA, man, they have a, a rich 50 plus year history. Oh, massive like, history. You know what I mean? Like it's the fucking NWA world title is that's a big deal. That's like one of the most prestigious titles there is. So. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know what they do now, but it's that it sucks. It really does. But next we got so Vince McMahon sold or was is planning on selling thirty percent of his TKO stock. So Lou, I don't think I'm gonna go on a little rant here because I don't think That's it is. It. But before I ask you a question, I don't know. It's just the way I'm. I guess I'm gonna speak here for a second. Sorry. So all these talks. Before Vince ever sold, everyone thought, oh, Triple H is going to take, like, family was going to take over. And then he brings in Nick Khan. And everyone was very mad about Nick Khan because everyone thought Nick Khan was the reason for a lot of the releases and all the other shit when Triple H himself was like, no, that dude was getting so much shit when it really wasn't him, which it was, I'm assuming Vince then. And, uh, whoever the head of talent relations were and all that stuff. Then it's like, Nick Khan starts doing the business side of things, right? He's doing good things, right? With these promotions, whatever, and all that right. bullshit. 
And then instead of giving it to even him or his own family, Vince is like, fuck that. I'm not selling to my family or giving it to my family. And he goes where he thinks, not only am I going to have power again, even more power technically, and all this, and I'm going to make a bank off this. Well, he obviously made a lot of money. We know that. But now Ari Manuel, the head of TKO is like, and people are like, nah, like we don't want Vince. Like Vince is trouble, which we all know Vince and his legal history. So isn't it just kind of funny? Like in the end where Vince thought he was going to sell and like have all this power, came to butt him in the ass. And like, I don't know about you. I think he's slowly inching away. Like he is slowly, like from TKO I'm speaking here, not just WWE, but like, I, not that I need it, but you know what I mean? Like, if someone asks me who runs WWE right now, I really think it's Nick Khan and just Triple H. Like, I really don't think Vince is really, like, a thing anymore. I think his name's always going to be synonymous with WWE somehow, some way, reports. But, like, I truly think right now it's kind of like a Nick Triple H thing. But, dude, just sell your stocks. Like, it shows, like, when 20, what was it, 2022 when he, like, retired? Yeah. And it's like, yo, everything was going good. Your business, even though you were still making money, like your business was going up, ticket sales going up, all that shit was going up. Then it's like, you make a, how much, did he make like two billion selling it? Like himself, two or three billion. Now you're selling all this stock, which is probably a shit ton more. And like, it seems like he's not catching the hint or maybe he's finally catching it. Like, dude, no one wants you anywhere you go. Just retire and be old with your money. Like, do you kind of get that vibe? Like, I don't know what I'm, I guess I don't know what I'm trying to get at here, to be honest, but. Well, I kind of feel like he got played. Yeah. Like, I feel like he got played. Like, he thought he was going to have all this power. Like, you know, he thought he was going to have this big chair, this executive chair over UFC and WWE and still be like in part control of creative and still doing all these things. And the reality set in with these people when the shares went down, because I was actually thinking about buying some stock because they fucking shot down to like 72 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, I wonder if I should buy a couple of these just because I know it'll go back up eventually. It's, it's fucking WWE, bro. That shit always goes up. Um, But I feel like he got played and he, he was thinking he was going to have all his power. And now it's just kind of like they seem to be squeezing him out. And I know that the... A lot of people kind of overreacted to this news because it was it was shocking when you see the headline like, oh, my God, he's selling his stock. Oh, he's selling 30 percent of his stock. But at the end of the day, I think that was like a tax thing. And I don't really understand how the shit works. But I think it has something to do with taxes. Like if he didn't shed like some of his a certain percentage of his stock, he would get a tax hit. So he kind of had to sell some of it or whatever. Um, So I think it was kind of that. But once the news got out, people were just kind of like, you know, they ran with the headline because it's like, yeah. holy shit, he's selling a stock. You know what I mean? But I don't feel bad for that old man. No. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. They seem to, you know, from the reports and some of the stuff, and it's not even reports. It's some of the stuff that the other, um, I don't know. I forget the name of the person who they interviewed. It wasn't Dana. It was another one of these executives who said that uh, he felt like Vince McMahon, the, new, the Vince McMahon allegations hurt their bottom line when their stock went down. So they kind of like threw him under the bus at the same time with the the stock went down. They blamed Vince. They were yeah. like, oh, it's because of him, which it was kind of weird that they did that because that shit, these allegations have been out for a while. There was nothing new happening. 
And then all of a sudden he brought it back up like, oh, yeah, it's because of Vince and his allegations that hurt our bottom line. And I was like, uh, OK, that's a little weird that you're bringing that shit up now. But again, that's why it, it kind of leads me to the point where they kind of feel like they're trying to squeeze him out. Yeah. And I, I think it's weird because everyone knows Vince McMahon. The guy you see on TV is Vince McMahon. And I get it. Like you like you said, too, like with the. The, the job description and position he got, like he was in charge of everything essentially besides, but at the end of the day, Vince McMahon in this has a boss and Vince McMahon just seems like a dude who I won't, shouldn't in a way shouldn't, but won't work for anyone. And it's just, I don't know. That's what, that's what's weird about all of this. Is like, I don't know what's so hard with this guy. He's 72 years old, bro. Just fucking with billions. Bro, you got billions. You could literally do anything, anything in the world you can do. You could start your own little, if you want to stay busy, you could start your own little fucking side business, make some energy drinks. I don't know. That seems to be the thing now. Everybody's making fucking energy drinks. Wow, Logan Paul. You could do the, the Vince energy, the jackhammer, whatever, whatever you want to call that shit. You could like open up your own little side thing with wrestling promotion or, or anything. Get the fuck away from WWE. Yeah. Like, just go. Even if you retire and it's like, okay, Raw's in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, near where you live, and you want to go, go. Or you want to go to SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Like, Wouldn't that be just, some shit if what? he just became like a fan and he just started buying front row tickets to every fucking show and he becomes like the new green shirt guy? Yeah, new green shirt guy. He becomes like the new green shirt guy. Can like, you imagine if Vince actually did that? Like, what are the what are the odds? Like, imagine if he just decides to buy tickets in the front row and show up to shows. Do you really think he's not going to fucking climb over the barricade and do something? Oh, like, God. you know he's going to. Because yeah. he's like, I'm Vince. It's, what the fuck? What are you going to do? Yeah, like, nothing. And it's like, I don't know. He just... I'm, it's like, I'm tired for the guy. Like, dude, yeah. like I said, I don't I get feel it. Bad. I get it. I understand the concept of, like, when you're an older person and you're elderly and you're retired, if once you stop working, you know... That can be hazardous to your, you know, yeah. shit. You change your routine. Now you're just kind of sitting all day at that age. It's not good. Shit shuts down on you. So I understand keeping busy. I'm not saying go and do nothing or whatever. You could take your mil- billions, literally your billions, and you could find something that you want to do that's kind of related to wrestling. If you wanted to open up some type of, I don't know, bro, open up a fucking school or something, open up a wrestling school or you know, I don't know. And you could just oversee that shit, be there all day in your office and still make your call. I don't know. Something. But yeah. just, dude, it's over with WWE. Just get the fuck away from there. It's done. It's finished. Yeah. yeah. Dude, no one. And the no fact one. that you didn't hand the shit down to your own family when your father fucking handed it down to you is some scumbag shit. That's why I don't feel bad for him. Yeah. Like, really? Your fucking dad handed you the business and you refused to hand it over to your kids. I wonder, ever, I wonder if Stephanie's ever going to come back in some sort of position. I'm sure she will at some point. I don't think she will until he's definitely gone. Like I'm saying, like mm. we're saying, gone, gone. Yeah. But at the same time, she's probably thinking, like, my husband's away. You know, I imagine Triple H is probably on the road. Probably what Mondays and Fridays, just for A the lot. big shows. Yeah, probably in some other shit. So it's like. Triple H is probably making a good amount of money. Stephanie's probably made a lot. Actually, she's made more. Well, than She made him. a shitload of money on that yeah, deal. She made way more than him ever. Like she doesn't even need to work again the rest of her life. Right. 
you know, which I'm glad. Like, I, I hated when she stepped down last year because of the whole Vince thing. Like, I hated it because it's like, yo, like, Stephanie's the CEO of WWE. Like, I thought that was dope. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then it's like, and then he comes back and ruins it all. But, yeah, like I said, don't feel bad for the guy. Just sell your shit and just move on. You know what I mean? Like, let your family run with it. Let your son-in-law run with it and just go. Because he shut Shane out of that picture a long time ago. Too. Yeah. And luckily, you know, Shane did his own thing with the the stuff that he was doing in Japan, his own business. So yeah. I just, I don't mind Shane taking over as long as he's like not in the ring. Yeah. Have you seen what his son's been saying? Yeah. His son's been doing a lot of trolling, bro. Which, he, you know, a lot of people are taking it sideways, but it's like, dude, if I was McMahon, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah, you know, he's going to be, he's, he's a kid. He's cocky. You know, yeah. he's a football player. His, his name has a lineage. He's got fucking a lot of money. He's a young cocky guy, dude. It's, it is what it is, dude. Yeah. Cause people were like, he's degrading AEW cause he says he doesn't watch that junk. Like, yeah. even if he was a massive fan of AEW, do you think a McMahon's really going to get on a live microphone? Yeah. Like what's he supposed to say? Yeah. I watch AEW every week. He's like, oh yeah, I love my, I, I love, uh, <laughs> I love Dynamite. I watch it every week. Yeah. No, he's gonna shit on it because it's not. It's his name yeah, is I, his last yeah. name is McMahon. Yeah, exactly. Like, we all know it's known on both side things. You, we all know Tony Khan keeps up with the AEW. I mean WWE product and Triple H probably. I put a good chunk of change. He keeps up with the AEW product because if he didn't, Jade Cargill would not be in that company. Like you know right. what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. Some people online. Uh, we're taking that very, very to heart that he made those comments. And I'm like, bro, it's just... like 21 years old. 20, like, he doesn't even get a lot of playing time. <laughs> he's still signed to a division one college football. That's some, that's some hating shit. Yeah. Like, cause he doesn't shit. like it. We're going to talk shit because he, I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this, man. Like, I don't that's like, crazy. you know what I mean? Let him, let him say what he wants. But speaking of AEW, AEW made a signing, which I'm a fan of. I yeah, I'm going to let you handle you. this one. So Mariah May is all elite. So I will tell the background story of how I know her behind this. Probably between 2016 to 18. I mean, I'm leaning more towards 17, 18. On Twitter, um, I can say Twitter because that's what it was at the time. Mm. Uh, she came up probably from a retweet or something. And as Lou just had the photo up there, very, very gorgeous woman. Very, I'm not a fan of this uh this crop that the the fucking app is doing because this picture is is bigger and you can't tell from this. Yeah, very 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 beautiful. And as a guy, like I'll admit, I'll be fully blunt, followed her because I'm like, yo, this girl's fucking beautiful. And then you know, just followed her indie career of where she was going, and then she did some time in stardom, and then. And it's nuts because I remember in like 20, this mind you, I said like 2017, 18, when AEW was not existing, people would be like tag WWE and be like, this is the girl you need to sign, blah, blah. And she would retweet it, obviously trying to get her name out there too. Yeah. So hearing the reports that she was coming to America and all I was like, yo, like, that's really, really dope. And now she's with AEW. And I kind of like the way they introduced her because one, I'm happy they didn't do the whole Tony has a special announcement thing because not many people know of her. 
Right. You know, it's like, oh, you might, you could probably, like, oh, I think I've seen her on Twitter before, to be honest. Yeah, I've heard, like, uh, like for me, I've heard the name before, but yeah. I. And then, but you notice she, I'm a huge fan of Tony Storm. A lot of people are comparing this instantly to a Trish Mickey thing, which I think if that is the route that's they're what going, they're going to do. That's perfect. I think that's a it perfect It seems way. like they're going to do like a understudy type of kind of thing with Tony Storm yeah. and Mariah May. And so I'm with it. I think this is perfect because this is a perfect girl that you have. Like, yes, yeah, she's done Japan time, indie time, the UK and all that. But this is another girl who's already got experience that you can build to be a star in your own company. Hell and yeah. Working with Tony or whoever she was like, I think this is perfect. I think it's a home run. People are like, well, you know, they just kind of introduced her casually. They're like, dude, no one knows her. I think Tony did perfect Bro, with this, and it seems to be going perfect. You can't please these people. Like, no. so again, I don't, I don't know much about her. Um, and honestly, I, I was gonna go back and watch some of her, um, some of her, some of her wrestling, and I hadn't had a chance to do that yet. <laughs> but, um, so the way they introduced her was in a backstage segment with RJ City. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, oh, fucking Tony Khan doesn't even know how to introduce people. And they have this big star and you introduce her in a backstage segment. Mind you, these are WWE people complaining about that. When they introduced Jade Cargill the same fucking way on a pay-per-view. They, she came out of a car, she shook Triple H's hand, and she walked off. That was her introduction. She didn't even get to speak. I don't think she has spoken yet, right? Yeah. So it's like, you guys, like, you, what is, you guys can't fucking take your own heads out of your own asses. Like, I don't understand that shit. Like, why do y'all just, why, my thing is like, why are you watching AEW if you hate it so much? I don't understand. I don't know, dude. That's just weird people are out there. I just, I don't, I don't understand, bro. But I'm looking forward to seeing what she does. I'm looking forward to seeing her in the ring and her style and all that. Um, again, she's, she ain't bad to look at. Uh, yeah. that's for damn sure. So, um, and it's always cool to get like an indie darling like that to, to, to bring them up and put them on a big stage. So yeah. I know you were very excited. I know if they had signed Angel Metro or Heather Reckless, I would probably be just as excited. Those are like two of my current favorites that are on the indie. So. Yeah, I know, uh, there's Shout like a lot of, me. yeah, there's a lot of good signings coming out there. Like I said, I think Tony Khan has something very special here that he could do with this. The way he introduced her, he's got plans for her. It's not just a female debuting because she's talking about the, uh, I think, which we're going to dive into after the soon to be woman's champ. Mm. Like I wouldn't be shocked. I guess I'm forward speaking here, but I wouldn't be shocked if somehow she's involved in that match. Yeah, I could see it. And I guess we'll see what happens this Wednesday or Friday even with Collision. But um, this Collision's on Friday. But, yeah, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. I think this is cool. I think it's a big signing, you know, um, right? Because female indie-wise, wrestling-wise, free agency, like, there's not really that many. There's Julia. I know, but I heard she's rumored to be going to WWE. I don't know much about that. But them two are the big ones who stood out to me. So I think yep. it's a big get for Tony Khan. Hell yeah. <laughs> big yeah, get. Man. But as I'm one comes, it. another goes. Addition by subtraction, my friend. Yes, I'll let you take this one. It seems like the Bunny and AEW have uh, agreed to part ways. It was reported that uh, a couple days ago that she was taken off of the active roster page 
And then literally a couple hours after that, the reports were coming out that they mutually agreed to part ways. Now, it seems like she was not happy sitting in the back kind of doing nothing because she hasn't really been on TV in a minute. Long time. Um, which is kind of unfortunate. And I don't know. And again, I know there's a lot of people who aren't like the biggest fan of the bunny. I know our friend Top Rope Squishy is not a big fan of hers. <laughs> um, but I like the bunny. And I, I uh, uh, you know, I never really had an issue with her matches. I liked her character. She's beautiful. Um, you know, she had that incredible freaking hardcore match with uh, Ty, Ty Mello and um, yeah, Ty Mello. who the fuck else was in that match? I can never remember. I thought it was but just that. that was, it was, uh, what's the name? Um, shit. I can't remember. I forgot. I had her name and I lost it. It's, uh, Kip Sabian's Anna J. Was it Anna J or? I thought it was just the two of them. I might be confused, but definitely the two of them were in that match. I thought it was a three way match. Maybe. Um, yeah, man. And she, you know, there were rumors that the Butcher and the Blade were next because she's, she's, um, married to the Blade. And I don't think that they're, totally happy with their status in the company either so this kind of sucks for me because she's like one of the original people yeah in aw like when aw first started like it was like she was one of those people and butcher and the blade were like it took a lot for butcher and the blade to like get over with the fans because people were seeing them and they were like who the fuck the butcher and the blade they got in really good shape too you know yeah and it, it, it took a minute for them to get over and you know i feel like they did they have, they're good in the ring. I'm not good. I say good. They're great in the ring. Like I enjoy their matches. So it kind of sucks that they've been put on the back burner. So I haven't heard anything about them being released or like leaving. So, cause that was the big rumor, but, uh, happy trails, bunny. We wish was, you the best of luck. I think she's probably going to end up in impact. I was just going to ask the question. What do you think's next? Yeah. I think she's going to end up back in impact because she was there. Uh, she made a name for herself in that place. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Impact does this thing where they like, they kill you, like when you leave. So it's like it's getting kind of stupid now because like she literally got stabbed in the throat with like a, like a Freddy Krueger knife, mm-hmm. like, and they literally killed her on the show. So mm-hmm. how she's just gonna come back, I don't know. Because they did the same thing with Eric Young. Eric Young got hacked to death by Diener, like he hacked him to death and <laughs> fucking murdered him on camera and then he went to WWE and then WWE fucking released him and now he's back in impact. So um I guess anything is possible. So I'm assuming she's gonna end up there. But who knows? Man? Bad. Impact who knows? does go with their wrestling. So I like impact. Oh, let's, TNA. Yeah TNA. Soon to be TNA. Soon to be TNA. Yeah. Um next we got I like that you posted this in here. Um if you don't mind, I'll I'll take this. So absolutely, Chris Jericho tapped out uh, Takashita Takashita this week. I always fuck up saying his name. That's why I said that. Yeah, yet. but um, uh, so Chris Jericho, someone tweeted that the video or the result. Chris Jericho adds literally nothing good to the business. Can't even put over Young Town in their own promotion, LMFAO. He also shouldn't even be a part of the story. It's embarrassing to watch Jim. And then Lou made a list of people that just Chris Jericho put over this year. And I will read them. Adam Cole, twice. Will Ospreay, Action Andrade, Will Harb, Will Hobbs, Ricky Starks, twice. Roderick Strong, Sting and Darby, twice. 
And then uh, Will, Sammy, and uh, Takashita. Uh, Takeshita. Takeshita. Yeah, I, I have always, trouble saying that shit, too. Takeshita. Takeshita. I know I'm saying it wrong, but it's ta, yeah. Takeshita. Takeshita. I always fuck Something up saying like that. his name. I feel bad because he's a good talent, too, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't – that's the thing, right? And I think – and this is, like – I think Chris Jericho, since he's been in AEW, has gave back a lot to the business. Like, a lot. So this is the thing with this thing. Um, so I don't really watch DDP. D, DDP. I don't watch D, a lot of DDT because I don't have access to it. But from what I understand, DDT has a habit of putting over outside talent. So like if you're from DDT Pro, usually, and, and you bring in somebody like a Chris Jericho or a Will Ospreay or somebody like that, they usually put the talent over, like the incoming talent because why would you bring in Chris Jericho to your let's call it what it is a very much smaller you know as compared to where he's coming from and have him lose yeah that doesn't make sense either like this is the kind of shit that people don't really like they don't think about and then like these people who again I'm coming from a place of ignorance because again I don't watch DDT Pro I know of it, but I don't watch it. But a lot of these people definitely don't watch it. And then they just see that Jericho taps him out and they're like, oh, fucking Jericho doesn't put anybody over, bro. Fucking Jericho always has to get his shit in. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? Do you even want, did you watch a couple weeks ago when Jericho literally, literally, Will Hobbs beat the fucking shit out of this man for like 12 minutes? Piss at him. And pinned him. He beat him and beat him and beat him and beat him and pinned him. Like, what are you people talking about? And that's on a live flagship show. He put this young guy over big time. Like, not a, not a sneaky roll up, not, you know, disqualification bullshit. No. Will Hobbs went in there and fucking destroyed him. Okay. So, dude, give me a fucking break, bro. And then I also think, right, because this is something I'm critical of with John Cena. If the legends just keep losing, it means nothing. So like, you need to get them win at the same time. Yeah. Like, and that, they, if you know everything, like I said, he's already put him over. But I'm true. I heard an uh, old referee say, you can go over without going over. Right. At the same time. And I'm a true believer in that person. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a terrible take this person has. Um, so I'm not sorry for taking a shot at your take, but like, who just, who cares? Like, and that's the other thing, like, people act like losing to Chris Jericho or any legend is like a bad thing. I'd rather lose to Chris Jericho on TV than lose to some, one of my peers, I guess. Right. You know? And I get it. You know, you want, you want your young, the young guy to go over or whatever. This is not the story that they're telling on AEW is not what they're telling on DDT Pro. So, like, how about you just wait until the pay per view and see what's going to happen and see how everything else goes before you start like burying Chris Jericho? Like, I don't, I just, I don't, you know. This is where we say the IWC is dumb because they don't know shit. That they know nothing. And this is just an example of where you can't please everyone, right? Right. Like, example. Whoever beats MJF, 
someone's there's going to be a group of people that are very critical that that person won. Just like when Roman eventually loses, there's going to be that group that's like, no, Roman shouldn't have lost to that guy or shouldn't have lost yet. Yeah, of course. Or whoever. It doesn't matter who it is. They're going to, unless it's Cody. Like, I think universally everybody's going to be happy that Cody is the one to dethrone the Reigns. This is what I think of the IWC. I think the one storyline in the past few years that's universal where it's like 10 out of 10 should be Ching's per was Kofi Mean. But I bet you there was someone out there. That thought Kofi winning was the dumbest decision. Oh, I'm sure. Which I'm is, sure. just shows like the IWC's bunch of people. Which is great for me because I wasn't on, I don't remember being on Twitter much at that time. I think I had taken a long break from Twitter when that had happened. I think, I don't, I don't remember honestly being bad until COVID. Like even the beginning days of AEW, like that's what, six months they were on TV before it low. Not on TV, but in crowds before the pandemic. Like, I think the pandemic happened and everyone all of a sudden became like a professional wrestler, uh, knows like everything about the business. Right. You know? Um, I don't know. We could go on a rant on the IWC forever. Forever. Damn, I have, uh, I have two tweets about Kofi in 2019, both in, uh, February. Okay, so it was, uh, it was before he got squashed. Yeah, this is way this. before. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this? I don't like shitting on WWE as they are going to do what they want, but not giving Kofi a title run is tone deaf as fuck. What is this from? Well, I don't even know what this is from. How old is this? 2019. It's like a lifetime ago. The yeah, Xbox, well, if you remember, I remember the whole story. They, they didn't seem like they were going to do it or whatever, and then they did. Oh, yeah, they were forced to. It was another Daniel Bryan situation. They had to do it. And, bro, they tried everything to bury that shit. I remember that clearly. With I remember, yeah. didn't Vince uh, have Kofi lose, like, some type of gauntlet or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah. They put the, him in some gauntlet. Yeah, and he, what, he, like, what punched his ticket to Mania was the New Day. Xavier and Big E won a tag team, like, yeah. turmoil, and they kept winning. And that's what got him. They beat Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. I'll never forget. They yeah. dumped the table over Eric Rowan. They got the 10 count. Kofi went. Um, yeah. But that, yeah, I would say those two are some of the big ones, like him and Daniel Bryan when that happened. Um, but let me get your thoughts on this man right here before we get into it. Yes. Logan Paul. So as loose type, that's loose typing up there that Logan Paul is killing it. I'll say this. When he first, first came in, because I remember, like, his first match was with The Miz against the Mysterios when they were together. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, here we go. We got a celebrity. Yeah, the guy's kind the guy is athletic. Like, I get it. In my head, I'm thinking they got this dude because Bad Bunny was probably busy. Like, that's what I honestly thought. And then it's like, okay. And then he has that match with The Miz. And it's like, okay. Like, that's a good one-on-one match. Then, in my opinion, a match I still like a lot, he has that title match with Roman, and everyone was really pissed, myself included, going into it. Even though you knew he wasn't going to win, just like, yo, why is this dude fighting Roman? I was one of those people. Yes, I, I was, was too. I think you could probably go I back to I won't act like I was not hating. And then that match, that match slapped. Phenomenal. Then he goes at it with Seth. Again, like, Logan Paul's great. 
I I am at the point, I'm a fan of Logan Paul in WWE, mind you. Just in WWE. I like watching him in WWE. But what he's doing with this belt already, in like, what, two weeks? It's only been two weeks since Crown Jewel. Like, yeah. My man's doing all photo shoots with it, laying in bed with it, not, well, like, he has a photo of him in the shower with it. He's talking about how he had some fun with his fiance with the belt. He's, he was at the UFC show this weekend with the belt. You know, everywhere yeah, he was, he was, that, on Fox, like, he was on Fox News with the belt. Did you see the thing he, that got posted? Not only was he on Fox News with the belt, he was on, uh, he was on the, um, the stock show. I don't, I don't know, Jim Varney or whoever it is who runs, who does the stock, like yeah. the show about business or whatever. He was on Fox News business show because he made 1.9 billion in sales from his fucking energy drink. Yeah, prime. While he's on there, he's got the belt on. <laughs> he's wearing the U.S. title while he's on a business program. Like that shit, dude, you can't, you can't buy that kind of like, recognition and and he's like, committed you can't he, you can't buy that kind of exposure not that wwe needs needs the exposure but why not get more you know what yeah. i mean he already said he's done boxing for the time being he wants to focus just on wrestling he said and then did you see the video of him with the pawn shop yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But yo that shit's golden he's talking about like yeah like this is right mysterios and all these was people he trying to get him. like a hundred a hundred fifty thousand for the belt yeah like some shit yeah like he's he is just so invested already that i'll say it he because remember we were shitting on austin theory's title run oh you do and ray mysterios he's, he's already surpassed he's already surpassed austin theory's title runs he's making this title relevant like whoever beats him, which I think it's going to probably be LA Knight at WrestleMania. That's going to be, that's what I think. Cause he referenced LA Knight again in that promo with yeah. the pawn shop yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Cause like as we said, I don't know about you. My mind hasn't changed. I still think Gunther's taking the rumble. Yeah. Um, I just don't see how they get, I don't know, bro. There's too many strings. Like how do you, that's the thing with LA Knight. Like how do you lose? A heavyweight title match, and you say you're not done with the bloodline, and then you're gonna come down to, you know what I mean? Because say what you want, you're coming down to yeah, like you a are title. Down. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean, so how do you? That facts are facts. There, but it would have to be. It would have to be Logan Paul, like literally antagonizing LA Knight to get into the feud, which it seems like he's kind of doing already. Honestly, yeah. So, but if that's the case, and Logan keeps this up, that's gonna be a big moment when he does drop the title. Um, it seems like Logan's gonna go into a feud with Kevin Owens, which I think is honestly a dope feud, to be honest. Wow. Cause, Cause Kevin's good on the mic. And they're both gonna do crazy shit. Yeah, so I'd like match. to see, I hope that's a one-on-one match at the Rumble, to be honest. I know the Rumble doesn't have many matches. Um, either that or the- you know, I'm actually really, and I know it's far away, but I'm like really looking forward to the Royal Rumble. And there's like no, matches or anything close to being announced for that but i like i love the royal rumble like i yes. i love when that shit is like on the way but my thing is one i'm intrigued because by now you hear the rumors of who's gonna win and the top two on the male side is gunther and then people think la Knight, and then the other ones out there think cm punk and then but on the women's side i got no clue who's gonna win 
There's no way CM Punk is coming yeah. in and fucking winning the Royal Rumble, bro. But he comes in at 30. I yeah, guess they could do some bullshit that. like that. Look, but you And you have no idea who's going to win on the women's side. Come on, man. There ain't no way, bro. Yeah. If you're in there with Gunther, you, CM Punk is not winning the fucking Royal Rumble. It's not going to happen. Triple H wouldn't do that, I don't think. Yeah. I don't and think. I don't like... And I don't like that idea, even though it worked with Edge the first year. I don't like that thing where they introduce someone like that in the Royal Rumble and then they get like thrown out. Like, if you're introducing somebody like that in the Rumble, they need to win because it's yeah. like, oh shit, they're back. Oh, oh, and they win. Like that's how it should be. So, I don't know. But Logan's killing it, man. Like, oh, big time. And like he's going. He, him and KO, I think, will be a great feud. Um. I don't know when, because I think after Survivor, after Survivor Series, the next pay-per-view is not till the Rumble, I don't think. Um, so unless they might, that maybe that few never makes it on to a pay-per-view. Because you got to think, at the Rumble, you have the two Rumble matches. Roman's going to have a match. I'm assuming Seth's going to have a match. And then I bet two, you one of the Rumble matches. Yeah, and then, so that's four matches. And then you'll probably have one of the women's title matches. One of the Tag women's team. probably. So, I don't because you can't stack the rumble too much because that's already a long. Naturally, it's a long show, just how it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see what he keeps doing with it. I hope it doesn't slow down. Like even the little thing he did, shout out Dominic Mysterio on his. Yeah, yeah, but, man. I don't know. Like this dude just gets it. He just gets it. Like, yeah, am dude. I wrong for thinking if you don't like him in WWE, just WWE wrestling? Like you're just hating the hate. Am I wrong? For oh, for sure. That? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because he's not a likable guy. Like he's not like I don't listen to his podcast or anything like that, so I don't know anything about that. But like the way he portrays himself, he's not like likable at all. Yeah. He's like sleazy, and that's his character. So if you don't like him for that, then he's doing the right thing. You're not supposed to like him. Yeah. So. But if you're like carrying stuff from like his Vine days and his YouTube channel and all that, it's like, dude, you gotta, you know, at at, at some point you gotta kind of separate that kind of shit. Like, are you just gonna carry that thing forever and hate this dude forever? It's it's up to you at the end of the day. But if you're gonna hate on that stuff, I can, you know, I I guess I get it. But you can't hate on him doing anything in the ring at all. Now he doesn't, ask- he doesn't like. uh Phone it in. He doesn't go out there and half ass it. He saved Ray Mysterio's life. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and like he gets it. Like he gets the actual business of what it is. What it is he's doing? So it's it's. I think he's great. So let me ask you a question then, and then we'll move on. Um, how would you feel if one day, not soon, we'll say in a year from now, say he's the guy to be? Like, what would you do if he became the world heavyweight champion? Oh, Not my God, no. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that question. Just, but could you ever see it happening? <sighs> but not the main guy. So, like, not the guy to beat Roman, Cody, whoever, but just the world heavyweight champ. And he gets, say, a three-month run, like a pay-per-view to pay-per-view or something. Just just honest to that, because I see people I don't like it. I don't <laughs> either. I don't like I it. Don't I don't like it. I'm trying to I, figure out how I could justify it, and I don't like it. I want to do uh, – because me, I'd like to think I'm – I like him a lot in WWE, and even I don't want to see that. I think what he's doing now is perfect. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with being the United States champion. Yeah, U.S. title 
let's face the facts. The U.S. title is the number three title in the, well, number four, really. Yeah, four. If you think about it, because Intercontinental title has been super elevated. And even before Intercontinental got elevated, it was still higher than the U.S. title. Like, it's just, it's just always, to me, it's always been higher than the U.S. title. So, you know, it's okay when you do like celebrity kind of stuff like that. But even with that being said, Logan Paul is like great. Like he's great in the ring. So I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like it's like a David Arquette thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, Oh, it's not like that at all. So um, he's actually bringing the title up and giving it a little more prestige of what he's doing. So again, Logan Paul's taking it everywhere. He's killing it. Yeah. So, this guy's killing it. Yes, we'll see. But Lou, I guess our uh, the last thing we have, right? I think it's the last thing. Yes, sir. Um, that we have here is we have a big show coming up this Saturday. AEW Full Gear. Bro. Lou's going to be reporting live from the movie theater with the crowd there. And I am lucky enough, just based off where the pay-per-view is and AEW's ticket prices, thank you very much, I will be attending this show live. Um so for those who do watch, if you're looking at the stage, I will be on the floor. If you're looking at the stage to the right, I plan on having a sign, double-sided. One's going to be an Adam Copeland. I'll say his name correctly. An Adam Copeland sign of some degree. And the other side is going to have us, Wrestling is Trash. Nice. Um, so be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for that. But, dude, I said this off air. This is going to – I am so not just because I'm attending. This is just going to be a great show. They did good with this card. I mean, I'm sure that's adding to your excitement, yes. actually yeah. being there for the show. But, bro, looking at this card, because they had a card out a couple of days ago, but it was missing a few of these matches because they weren't announced yet. But looking at this card, like, this this is going to be fucking... Again, AEW tends to have great pay-per-views. No, not tends to. They always have they great do. pay-per-views. Like everyone. I've yet to see a bad pay-per-view or even like mediocre yeah like no it's been either from good to like holy shit in my opinion okay and when i look at this card and i look at these matches like mjf versus jay white orange cassidy moxley 2 sheeta versus tony storm christian cage luchasaurus and nick wayne versus sting darby allen and edge or adam copeland uh hangman swerve texas like, death match Listen, in a Texas death match, okay? Uh, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega versus the Young Bucks. Uh, Dude, like all these matches look like they're going to fucking bang. Every single one of them. My hot take, I think this has potential to be pay-per-view slash plea whatever of the year. Hmm. And like once again, that could be just my excitement because I'm going, kicking in. But like you're saying, like I – even like I don't see a bathroom break match. Nah, and I'm am and what you were saying in the pre-show. I'm hoping that this is the card. Like, yeah, because we still I have dynamite even, and collision this week. Yeah, I think even one more match is too much. Like, just leave it like this. Give some time to the women. Let them have a fucking nice 15, 20 minute match. Don't shortchange them with a fucking nine minute match when you're giving everyone else like you know double digit time like give everybody time to tell a story you she know what i'm saying you can do that time. she didn't tony deserve time hell yeah 
even the Statlander, Julia Hart, and Sky, because it's going to be Sky Blue. I, That's, Sky. I like Red Velvet, but I, I just strictly from the fact with the story that they're telling with Sky Blue with the ink and the black face yeah. mist and all that shit, Julia it's going to be Sky Blue on the show. So um, even with that, like, give them time. Let them fucking do their thing. You know what I mean? Yep. The only thing I will say about this show is that I'm not a big fan of this double MJF shit. Like, yeah, I'm over that. I hope. Why is he going on the pay per view on the pre show to like, unless they're planning on telling a story with that? Because it's time for him to drop those belts. I'm very sorry to say. Number one. Number two. This whole thing with Jay White having the belt all this time is some bullshit. Like, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that this guy's coming out as the world champion without the belt. This has been like um, almost two months already. Yeah, that he yeah, fucking had the belt. Like, that's ridiculous, bro. Well, like, you can't tell Tony Khan, "Hey, have security stop these motherfuckers and give me my belt," or, "Hey, can you give me another fucking belt so that I can actually go out with my shit?" Like, what? Well, I what mad as fuck about MJF or Daniel Garcia. So, say in the world, we all knew MJF was winning, but if Daniel Garcia won, what was he gonna hold up to celebrate? Yeah, what was he gonna do? What's he, what was he supposed to do? Yeah, because I'll admit, I was critical of some of the things they did in this storyline buildup. There's only one match on there that, like, I think it's going to be a great match. I'm actually looking forward to it. I don't like what they did with the tag titles. Yeah, well, like, listen, if you, bro. If, if you can pull up the graphic for it, yeah. the reason why, to me, and this is me just thinking logical, which sometimes as a wrestling fan you have to put to the side. The Young Bucks are technically the number one contenders. Right. So, LFI, like, that's kind of random. And then FTR, like, lost the titles. So, and then they just come back. And then House of Black kind of. They get another shot. House yeah. of Black just decides, hey, we're coming for the yeah, belt. Yeah, so, like, I, and I get it because the match the Young Bucks in is, I'd rather see the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus, no offense, Kenny, the Bucks versus uh, Starks and uh, Bill. But so, and I think that's um, so if you would have replaced like FTR and maybe because I like LFI and I think yeah, it's time same. to get them back on TV. But if you replace like, let's say, and I like House of Black too, so I hate to even say this, but if you were to replace FTR and House of Black and have Jericho and Kenny and the Young Bucks in there instead, yeah, you think that would have been a better match? Because I think that match is going to fucking bang. That's going to be a fucking great match, dude. Which one? Sorry. The the, the tag team, the four-way tag team match. Bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's with what I'm Roosh, saying. Roosh in there with Malachi Black and fucking uh, Brody King, bro. They're all going to be beating the shit out of each other. It's going to be fucking tremendous. Yeah. There's Like I said, there's no bathroom break. Yeah. Like, no, no, okay, this match is on. Let me go get a shirt quick. Or, Bro, you know Tony's going to add, like, three more matches to this, right? And that's the thing that sometimes, like, low-key sometimes kills the shows. Like, they're still enjoyable, but it's like... Because I'm assuming there's going to be one more on the Zero Hour. There's not going to... I don't think it's just going to They might be... not, though. They've been doing this thing lately with Zero Hour where they kind of... They've turned the Zero Hour into, like, uh, the talk. They kind of like the WWE yeah, the, the pre-shows. They've basically shit. turned it into that. Yeah, where it's just interviews and interviews and interviews and then one match at the end. So, which again, 
I'm not the biggest fan of that. I prefer having like three matches on a zero hour because I just like that. Um, yeah. Because it's optional. You don't have to fucking watch Zero Hour. It's on YouTube, so you can watch it whenever you want. But I prefer to have just matches, bro. Just give me give me matches. Even if they're, you know, stuff that can't make the show, that's fine. Because, yeah. again, one of my favorite matches, which I constantly mention on this show, Riho versus Serena Deeb at Double or Nothing in 2021. Yeah. Fucking one of my favorite matches ever. And it was on the Zero Hour. So. Yeah, I just... I just don't know who else they would add. Like that, I know yeah. Tony. I mean, right now, thinking about what they're doing on their shows, you got Miro out there. Um, Miro last week looked like he's about to be getting into some shit with Andrade, so they could kind of maybe set that up this week. Um, you have Hobbs out there doing nothing. They can always have him do something with Keith Lee or, you know, they can do that again. But it's like, I don't think this close to a show, you need to be setting up matches. Like, yeah. no. What well, You should take these next two shows and set up the story for these yes. matches you already have going. Yeah, because if like, you can, That's what he should do. If you can pull it up again, because you can kind of... Because like I said, Tony said he'll never go four hours for a show. Right. So say he's going to go three hours and 45 minutes. Just look in here. Like, I hate to be that guy. The shortest match is probably going to be the women's triple threat. Julia Hart, Chris Statlander, Chris Statlander, and Sky Blue. Like, if we're being right. honest, that's probably going to get 10 minutes. But you got to think, like, the main event's probably going to get at least 25, 30. Right, bro, you, MJF versus JY. Oh my God, bro! Like that—that's gonna get at least twenty-five. <laughs> and I'm not saying entrances. Like that's gonna be a 25, 30 minute match. Cassidy and Moxley at minimum is probably gonna be fifteen. Yeah, bro. The, yeah, for sure. And minimum fifteen. Sheeta and Tony Storm should get fifteen, but I think they're gonna get probably ten. I honestly feel like that match is gonna be shorter than the triple threat. For some reason. I hope not, but and then you gotta think, like just keep you get what I'm saying. Like the Texas death match gonna get time. Omega yeah. Jericho and the Bucks is gonna get time. Maybe but and then you think the fatal four way, you can't cut a match like that short when there's so many people. And then you're in my opinion, Edge's first pay per view match and one of Sting's last match and arguably that trio's match is one of the hottest things they have, right? Um if you want you can take it down, but the, one of the, like, that's one of the hottest things they have right now. So it's like, even looking at those matches, where do you cut time to add another uh-huh. match? Yeah, this show, I mean, as it is, as it stands, it's pretty long already. Yeah. Like, just looking at this, when you think about a, when you think about a premium live event, they usually go like, what did Crown Jewel had six matches? So Crown Jewel went long. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. actually watch Crown Jewel, so that's probably a bad example. But you've seen, well, we've no, seen Crown, plenty no, of Crown shows. Jewel, Crown Jewel was too long. They went like 3.30, but it's because they added a Grayson Waller, Miss TV thing, and then they yeah. brought out like a Saudi Arabian, like super popular actor for them. Like that was a definitely oh, yeah. more catering to the crowd. But that went like 15, 20 minutes. Like, yeah. Some of that, but again, was- yeah, maybe that was a bad example. But we've seen plenty of PLEs where it's like six matches, and it's yeah. 
two and a half hours, almost maybe three hours done. And it's yeah. like perfect, like sweet spot. So you look at a you look at a card like this where you've basically got eight matches and it's already like, damn, that's already a long show. Like I don't really think you need to be adding anything else. I re- I'm gonna tweet Tony when we're done here. I'm gonna make sure that he doesn't add another match, bro. Just like just leave this card as it is, dude. Well the thing leave is it as it is and let it go, bro. It's it's gonna go three hours and forty five minutes at least. Three thirty, three and a half and here's why I say that. Because, yes, that's late on the East Coast. But, like I said, this show starts, the main card starts at 5 local time. So, if they go three and a half hours, this thing ends at 8.30 at night. Like, I'm not going to be tired. You know what I mean? Because it's 11 at night, 11.30 at night. Because when I went to Double or Nothing in Vegas, still the same time zone, it was like that same thing. We went to almost yeah. 9 o'clock at night, which I was good because it's 9 at night. Like, you know? So that that's the only the thing. thing. Like like let's say let's say each match they get twenty minutes each. Let's say that's two hours and forty minutes, not counting the zero hour match because I'm not yeah. going to count that. So that, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Two hours and forty minutes. If they each get twenty minutes, that's not bad. Now you got to take an account. You got to take an account entrances and backstage segments and stuff like yeah. that and little breaks. So it would probably hit the three hour mark, but that's fine. That's totally fine. Three hours is good. And if you throw in the zero hour match, you're probably talking about three hour, three hours or so. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Same. But I have a bad feeling <laughs> that Tony Khan is going to, because he likes to add value to your dollar, but he doesn't realize sometimes that less is more, bro. Sure. Less is more. We don't need 13 matches every pay-per-view, well, <laughs> even though I enjoy them. Yeah. But the thing is, the matches they have right now, the stories are great for like yeah. damn near every single one, right? So it's like, yeah, you might only have eight matches, but it's eight must see matches. Right. I'd rather have eight must see matches than a eleven match card where three or four I don't care about. Yeah, and it's weird because the reason I say I'm sure there's going to be another match added is because I don't see the Don Callis family anywhere on this card. Yeah, so. That seems to be one of the biggest things going on right now. And I'm sure something from that freaking storyline is going to get added to the show. So we'll see. Yeah. But we'll go ahead and give our picks. Ooh, okay. Ooh, this is going to actually be kind of, this is actually going to be kind of hard because I'm all right. So I guess if we're going to start from the very bottom, the zero hour. Uh, first of all, who is going to be MJF's partner? So that I honestly have no clue. If I'm being honest, I have no clue who his partner is. Um, I would like to think it's going to be Roderick Strong. That, that's the first choice, I think. But but I really don't know. Regardless, they he, they Ooh. lose the titles. What if it's Samoa Joe? I wouldn't want that because then I don't want another. Adam Cole and Jeff were tag champ feud thing though. Well, no, I think it might be. So I'm going to pick Samoa Joe now that I think about it. I'm going to pick Samoa Joe's going to be his partner and Samoa Joe's going to walk out on him and leave him. And he's, that's how he's going to lose. I like that. So I'm I still going to sit with Roderick, but I want to see what you have. Um, but yeah, I think the guns win. The guns win. And, and, that's, and that's, they, they should win. 
That makes the story better for the main event, in my opinion. They should fucking win. Yeah. They really should. Because what is MJF doing with these tag titles? He's doing a whole bunch of nothing with these fucking belts. Yeah. So the guns having belts, I'm very happy with. Because I feel like they got shortchanged with their tag team run. Yeah. They were hot from the Manny Man entrance and all that shit. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's obvious. I really want what you said. The more it's sinking in, the more I like it. Um, and then next, so we got Julia Hart, Chris Statlander, defending TBS title. And we're both going to go with Sky Blue. Yeah, I'm thinking it's Sky Blue. I honestly feel like Julia Hart is going to win the title. Yep, I think that's I think she's walking away with the belt. Uh, Statlander has got like 43 or 44 defenses or something like that. And that's great. And I like Chris Statlander. Um, and I think she's been a great champion, but the story with Julia Hart doesn't make any sense if she loses the, if she loses this match. Eventually she's got to win a big match. Like she has, she has to. And she's just on such a roll. And the thing is, I think they made this purposely a triple threat to protect, uh, Statlander. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm editing the note to put our. Uh, oh, nice! So we have our things in there to recap. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Julia. Yeah. Yep. So far we're twinning. All right. So we got the fatal four way for the uh, AEW ta- uh, World Tag Team Champions. You got LFI versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus FTR versus House of Black. I'm gonna go with. Uh... Ricky and Big Bill to retain. I don't think that uh, they're going to lose the titles. No. They definitely shouldn't lose the titles because they just got them. So give them a chance to at least, like, do something with them. Uh, And I like them together, man. I usually don't really care for, like, the thrown-together tag teams, but they've been rolling together for a while. So when they won, we we both freaked out when they won. Yeah. So uh, I like it. I like them as tag team champions. So let's just keep it going. Right, let me get you there, Ricky Starks. And it and it kind of hurts me to say that because I love House of Black, I love LFI, I'm a big Roosh fan, um, and you know FTR, whatever they they're they're great, but you know it was they nice to see them lose the titles. I'm a little sick of them. Honestly. Yeah, they've had them. They've had them a lot. Well, I'm going the with the the thing with them having all those belts for like ever, almost a full year, kind of like. I think for me, it did like the opposite of like what it was supposed to do. Like I was supposed to look at them and go, wow, man, these guys are the shit. They got fucking three different belts. And I just kind of like, I went the other way where I was just kind of like, all right, can these guys like get the fuck off my screen? Yeah. Well, I've made it known since day one, this group came together. I am going with the House of Black. Oh, oh yeah. Can't go wrong with that, man. No, no. But... If I had to pick another team after them, I would go at Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Um, so if they win, honestly, if anyone but FTR won, I'd be kind of happy. I'd, I'd, it'd pop. <laughs> I know that sounds like a hater comment, but just like you said, they had that long run. Um, yeah. I'm just looking forward to this match because Roosh works very stiff. Yes. FTR can work either soft. That's the one thing I'll say about FTR that I really like. They can work any style. Yeah, they can work can. like technical. They can do like brute force. They can do street fight shit. 
they can do like any type of match and make it like excellent. So I'll give them their props. This is not like, yeah, you know, I say I'm like, get them off my screen or whatever. It sounds disrespectful, but they're fucking really, really, really good wrestlers and they can do it all. They're they're one of the best tag teams in the world for a reason. Um, Yeah. So just the fact that Roosh is going to be out there with Brody King and and they're just going to be beating the shit out of each other, bro. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Next, we got Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho going up against the hometown Young Bucks. Mm. Um, I we've both said this already, amped as fuck for this match, but I feel Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho are too big of a name to lose this. I think they're going to do the typical wrestling booking where the hometown boys lose, and but at the same time, it's like Young Bucks is the number one tight. I don't know if Tony takes that into consideration. I don't know. I love so, Kenny Omega. I want to see Kenny Omega win. So I'm going Kenny Omega and Chris Sherry. So, like I said earlier, Don Callis' family's not involved on this show so far. Yeah. So I think the Young Bucks are going to turn heel and join the Don Callis' family. Okay. And they're going to win this match. Okay. Yeah. And I think Jericho's going to be looking up at the lights. <laughs> For all the people who say that Chris Jericho doesn't fucking put anybody over, he's going to be putting someone over once again on this show. Okay. Uh, okay. Wild prediction. I know, but I, I, cause it's like, it's time for the young books. This whole like thing where they're like, their friendship, my friendship with this person, my friendship with the, it's like, bro, either be heels or like, you know, be faces that are like fucking have some balls, bro. You guys are always talking about your, oh, my friend, this and this. Like, it's annoying. Yeah. It's super annoying, bro. I just think that they're going to turn heel and go after the tag team titles, which again, doesn't really make sense because Big Bill and, Ricky Starks are also heels, so you're gonna have heel on heel. But hey, look, I'm just making a guess here. So that's what I think. Yeah, well, I guess I got the opposite of you. Um, and yeah, I got a, uh, I got the other team winning. I got the other guys winning. But I like your booking so far of these matches better than me, if I'm being honest. So wait, <laughs> if, if between the the, the partner. And then this, I wouldn't be mad. Um, I have quite the imagination. Yeah, it's just—it's funny because usually whenever I make predictions like this, they're one hundred percent off. I don't know; these don't seem bad. Um, but yeah, next we got the Texas Death Match, the second match of Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. Who do you got? So this is like this is tough for me because I really like both of these guys, and. I really feel like it's time for Swerve to elevate to that next level. But I think Hangman is going to actually win this match. Swerve won um, last time, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm going Hangman. Just, I'm, team, I'm right? just going booking 101. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, too. I didn't even take that in consideration. Because you know there's going to be a, 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 a trilogy. You know they're going to do a third match. Which I'm um, not mad about, either. But... Yeah, I think Hangman's definitely gonna win this, especially with the stipulation. Like, cause that kind of, yeah. that kind of saves, um, 
swerve. You know what I'm saying? Instead of taking like a clean pinfall loss, he gets hit in the face with like a fucking two by four with nails in it or some bullshit. So, or he gets a dead eye through a flaming table or some shit. I don't know what the fuck these people are going to do, but um that'll save him. You know what I'm saying? Instead of taking a clean pinfall from a buckshot, he gets like, you know, put through some stairs or a table or jumps off a scaffold or something. That match is going to be the shit. I, I was going to say, I hope that starts the show, but I think we know a match is going to start the show. I'm assuming that's going to be my, that's, that's my most anticipated match besides maybe the main event. I think I'm like the main event and this match are like right there, like neck and neck for my most like excited to see match. Yeah, I agree. Who's going to start the show? Oh, you got to think, um, the international, got, right? That's kind of the thing. Well, the thing is, you got tag team, tag team, trios, single, 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 and then triple threat. And so I wonder if maybe like Jericho and the Young Bucks are going to start this show. I'm trying to think like who the fuck? You know they're going to be staying. Sting I don't think, open shows. I think it's going to be the international. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is, they do tend to do that. They could do that. I think it's a great way to start the show, too. Can I just say how much I love John Moxley? Did My man, he's in vacation. Did you see the new Japan promo that he did with Wheeler? Yes. Where they were talking about the Bullet Club and that, bro. It's fucking John Moxley, man. Such a fucking, bro, I don't know where he gets the, like the the zest for promos that he has, man. He just he cuts a promo, and you're just like, I, I'm just like always like mesmerized by the shit. It's fucking awesome. This motherfucker said every iteration of the Bullet Club sucks <laughs> because they look for the easy way out. That's fucking so true, man. It's hilarious. Really what a great promo, dude. It is. It was. It was honestly a good one. Moxley just never holds back. Next, I think we're going to be unanimous on this one, but still I've loved the build for it, to be honest. Uh, the trios match of Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne against Adam Copeland, right? I'm still going to say yeah. Edge. But for for note-taking and AEW respective, I put Adam Copeland, Sting, and Darby Allen. I'm assuming you're going to ride with me and go Adam Copeland, Sting, and Darby Allen? Yeah. I don't, yeah, you I'm know, go I, with that. I really hope that Sting, I, I mean, Sting, I really hope that Adam Copeland does not paint his face. Oh, God, no, no. Just don't do that. I, although, honestly, he's never done that before. He he just might because he's never done that shit before. He's put on a lucha mask before, you know, he's changed his gimmick up a few times. He's done the brood entrance shit and. Uh, you know, he's nice to do different things. So I wonder if he'll paint his face. I hope not. We'll see. Remember Punk did? Yeah. That shit, that shit was so fucking, no, that was not good, yeah. bro. He did like that, what, the, the sting face, the blue sting face? That shit yeah. looks so stupid, bro. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. So hopefully, uh, Edge learned a lesson there. But I think this is going to be a good match. I think this is going to be a good storytelling match. I think like yeah, this I'm obviously doesn't end here tonight. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, this is not going to end until Christian Cage and Edge are in like a steel cage fighting to the death. Yeah, which that's is the only way this stops. Which is appropriate. 
then after that, we have the AEW's women's title of Tony Storm uh, challenging Akuru Shida. Tony Storm's just been on another level. So entertaining. You know, show the tits. All that shit she says. Whoa. What? What? Whatever. What does she say? Show the tits. What does she say? Yeah. I'm with it. What does she exactly say? She says, uh. Something with the tits. Tits up. Yeah, tits up there. Yeah, tips up. But she's been very entertaining. Um, and like I said earlier, I wouldn't be surprised if Mariah May somehow gets involved to help her win. Um, it sucks, man, because I get it. Sheeta, she, her first run, she was champ for a long time. But yeah. Yeah, this yeah. last two, she's been doing like the transitional thing, which I don't care because at the end of the day, she a three-time champ. Yeah, she's um, the only three-time champion. So Tony yeah. Storm will be two-time if she wins. Three. Oh shit! So she'll be a trip. She'll be a three times. I think I could I, be. That's wrong. what I was wondering. Was it two or three times? Well, I think she's two. I think she's two right now, but they count the interim one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. this will be her third, but kind of second, two and a half time champion. Wow. But yeah, it's Tony time, bro. It's yeah. Tony time. And I put think, that belt on her. It's it's she's killing it. She's another one. Do you one who's think it. you get a Jamie Hader return? I really hope so. That'd be great. This, this, I, I miss her terribly. Or I'm gonna that. Or we have to ask. It's an AW pay per view. It's in LA. Are we seeing Mercedes? Possibly. Are we gonna see Mercedes? Even I could if- see. You know what? I could see that. And then Tony feeling like she just got upstaged by. Mercedes, that that would work. That would really work, actually. Yeah, like this. I'd like to see that. So, and it's in L.A. Mercedes, obviously, money, Hollywood, all of that. Like, even if she doesn't sign with the company, right? Oh, yeah. Let's say she's just coming in for a little bit, right? Like, what other place to debut her, in my opinion? Because remember last time they were in L.A.? It was in January. Yeah. Everyone thought she was dating to include me. That was like forty percent of the reason I went. That and then they had the uh the trios seventh match with the TLC or whatever it was. But um that was the other reason why. But you know, like that's obviously gotta be talk. I haven't heard as much talk of it as of late, but maybe as we get closer to the show, but I'm gonna go with no, but I would if if I hear her music, I would not be shocked either. Hmm. That's very interesting. You're going to have Mariah May interfere in the match, possibly, and then have Mercedes come out. This roster is so stacked with women, man. That need better they have so many fucking out. women. I'm so glad they have two women's matches on this show, at least. But, dude, they got to figure something out with these women, yo. Right? Or Mercedes comes oh, I don't. But see, here's the thing. I don't know where Mercedes at in the recovery. There was an interview. She did an interview or a TikTok or something saying, I will be in a wrestling promotion. Yeah. She was just saying yesterday or the day before she put out a thing. Yeah, and she's excited to be back. And I don't know if now I didn't watch that video, so I don't know if she talked about her health or anything like that. Yes, I just I just read the caption where she was just saying she can't wait to be back. So I don't know what's her status update as far as health goes, but you would think it's been a long time, like because she got her. That was in what February? No, right May. 
I don't know. I don't remember. I almost felt like it was last year. Well, no, it was definitely this year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we both got there. I guess what we got the international title match. We know this one's gonna slap. Orange Cassidy versus Sean Moxley. Who you got here? Moxley's getting that belt back. Yeah, I think so as well. I believe so. Uh, so. Oh, it was in May. Yeah, with against May, Willow. Yeah, I thought it was like May because I know she had a couple of matches. Yeah, I feel like damn, that was a that feels like a long time ago, and it really wasn't that long ago. Yeah, because she debuted against what Kyrie Sane. Yeah, who's now in WWE again? Whack. I'm happy for man. Make that money. Yeah, I mean it's good for her money wise. It's just I don't know. She didn't do anything for me in WWE. She really doesn't. I just like her look. She's attractive. Yeah, she's got a cool look. She's got a cool original character. She yeah. just... I don't feel like they use her well on that fucking show. They used her in NXT. Great. I yes. don't understand why they don't just carry that into the main roster, but... I guess we'll see what Triple H does. But we can talk about that at a later time. Um, oh, yeah. And then our main event. We don't know what's opening, what's sec, but we, but we do know what's in this main event. Been built up for a while now. I think they gave it like a six-week build, seven-week build, which I like. Um, got the AEW world title, MJF against Jay White. I don't think MJF's done yet. I think it's going to be a great match. I think there's obviously going to be shenanigans in this match. Mm. With uh, so let me ask you this before I get your winner. I guess answer with this. So I think there's going to be shenanigans. I can't answer who. Just like I don't know who the partner is going to be. Maybe it's Roderick Strong. But do we think someone comes to MJF's aid? In this match, or he fights everyone off himself and somehow retains. So I don't know. Which I go with MJF retaining. Sorry. So <clears throat> my thing is this: they have me so turned around with this story that I have no idea what's going to happen, and I love that. I love not knowing what's going to happen because you've got Jay White who has not taken a pinfall loss since he's joined. AEW. Nobody's pinned Jay White. Yeah, Nobody. True. Not in a tag match, not in a singles match, not in a triple threat match. No one has pinned Jay White. So technically he's undefeated. Um he's been running around with this belt for all this time. MJF has about a thousand people with a shotgun to his back. You got Wardlow who wants to kill him. You got Joe who wants to kill him. You have the devil who's out there. <coughs> CM Punk. <laughs> and oh yeah, like I completely forgot about mentioning the devil. It's weird because I'm like, I don't think he's going to lose the belt to Jay White. I'd be fine with it though, because of the story. Because there's so many people gunning for him that I don't know if Jay White's the guy to dethrone him. Because then what do you do with Joe after that? You're like, yeah. Joe just dropped his belt. To go after MJF and now MJF's gonna lose the title. So now what? Joe fucking goes after Jay White. They're both heels. Like it doesn't make sense story wise. Um, and then you got Wardlow out there who's another heel. He's over there with an attitude and shit. So I don't think MJF is gonna lose, but they definitely can pull it off with Bullet Club Gold and this devil shit, depending on who it is or who they reveal it to be or 
if they interfere or they do something like this is the thing. I don't know. And that's why I'm so excited about seeing this match. I want to see what happens. Not only do I want to see the actual physical match, but I want to see what happens afterwards. And I want to watch the scrum and I like absorb everything and see the talk on Twitter. I want to know what happens. So it's just super exciting. But I, I can't, bro, I can't pick a winner. I don't know. I, I mean, need one. I'm just going to say is. MJF is going to retain, but okay, I'm that. like 60 40 on that. Okay. That's good, though. I like when shit like this happens, when you just don't know who's going to win. I think it makes it more enjoyable. Um, the devil. The devil. Okay. So, besides Punk. Who do you think it could actually be? Like, if you really had to give just one guess, who are you going with? Adam Cole. Yeah, I feel Adam Cole's the obvious. But so here's he, the thing. But how I long would, are you going to keep this devil shit on for? So I would, I would say that how many people are in that little group? Is it like four or five of them that were beating up? Uh, I think I remember seeing, to include the devil, four. I think it was four. I think I remember seeing okay. three. Okay, so Adam Cole, The Kingdom, yep. and Roddy Strong. Yeah, like that makes sense. It's been them all along. Some people are saying Britt Baker, like You know well, that's not she Britt said, Baker. When like why she's the not fuck? on this card. No. Well, why the fuck would it be Britt Baker is the devil? Yeah, like she's organizing all this shit to get her boyfriend a title shot? Like that's fucking stupid. Like, oh, is this the no. first AEW pay-per-view she's not on? I mean, I'm sure she hasn't been. She wasn't on Wrestle Dream either. I guess one of the four pillar ones. Yeah. Like there, like Wrestle Dream, I get it. They're going to have more. But for a while, they were known for just like the four. It I might don't know the last time I saw her on a pay-per-view. Was she on? Uh... Was she, she, was on? Not, she was at All In. They had that fatal four-way. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soraya, Soraya won. I don't know. Oh, I know. I mean, besides, besides Adam Cole or, um, you know, (laughs) CM Punk, (laughs) who else? It would have to be, the thing is, there's no one out there to like, like, who would be out there that you would think it would be fucking the devil? Like, I really don't think. It's Punk, but that would be fucking awesome, bro. If it's CM Punk, That's this awesome. is the thing that this is the thing that bothers me. This is why I keep fucking around and saying it's CM Punk, because if it's CM Punk, that literally would be like one of the top five or top three greatest wrestling swerves of all time. Like it would, oh, it would be an all time fucking thing that you'll be talking about in like 20 years like literally because with all this stuff that happened with CM Punk the fact that he's like dropping all these hands and you're thinking he's going to WWE and he got fired and blah 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 and then he just they bring him back well, like that'd be sick. Sick. bro that would be one of the biggest fucking news that would be huge bro and the reason I believe it could be right I don't think it is but could because, dude, Tony Khan, and I use the word petty here, not in, like, a bad way, is petty to WWE. We all know that. So, dude, it's like you – it's just when do you re- 
the thing is, if you were, say it was punk, right? Now we always end up on punk, but say it was punk. Do you have to debut him this Friday at Collision or Saturday no, or this no. Saturday? So you don't think it's no. good to do it? But here's the thing. So you don't think it's good? To, you don't think it's good to do it before Survivor Series? No. No, 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 no. You don't need, if you're WWE, you don't need, you don't need to hype up Survivor Series. It's fucking Survivor Series, bro. Everyone's going to watch that shit. I'm watching it. You're watching it. Everybody's watching Survivor Series. You don't need to hype it up. So, which they really can always do little sneaky shit if you wanted to, to kind of like put stuff out there on the internet to kind of like get buzz. But there's no fucking way. If I had CM Punk and I knew he was, we were bringing him in for Survivor Series. There's no fucking way I'm bringing him out on TV the day before the pay-per-view. No fucking way. I want no, that I'm moment. Saying I'm saying if you're AEW. Oh, if you're AEW. So, like, so if you're Tony Khan, and this is him, it is Punk. Do you bring Punk back before Survivor Series? So would you date return him at full gear? Oh, I would do it this weekend. Yeah, so like MJF wins, the devil comes out, takes it off, it's punk. And you know yeah. how full circle that is, right? Or you well, no, you can't you don't wanna it's mm. Well we know this is full you don't circle because MJF you don't came back as the devil the and won the match to win a title shot. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't wanna you don't want to, as CM Punk, why would you want to cost MJF the title? Like, you no, want no, to take no, it off of him. You know what I mean? The devil comes out and then takes the mask off and it's Punk. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> oh, like, like, so like I said to you off I don't think Punk's coming back to WWE. I don't think he is. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, if anything, I think if he comes back, he's coming back to WWE. I'm pretty sure he's going to come back to WWE. I'm just armchair, you know, wishful thinking. Armchair quarterback. <sighs> it would be so much better if he was in uh, AEW just yeah, because. I, that's where he belongs. If he comes back, just... that would be cool. I'll pop, see where it goes. but Because he's going to be like, come on, bro. WWE is still PG. You know, yeah. there's certain things you can't do. You can't bleed. You can't like, you know. It's gonna. So he's gonna be like restrained. He's gonna be fucking doing Miz TV segments and Grayson Waller effects. And is, get the fuck out of here. He's wrestled everyone there. The only yeah, intriguing storyline he could do is Rome. To be honest. Yeah, I don't want to see him fucking doing talk shows. And yeah, like it's Miz TV. Well, Punk. So, like, listen, we'll we'll see where it goes. But anyway, a lot of people think it could also be Jack Perry. Bro, get the fuck out of here. That's one of the worst, like, ideas I've ever heard. What? what in you, what have world? Have you seen people saying it, though? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Oh, okay. But, like, come on, man. That dude, if if anyone is, like, that dude is not a threat in any way. Like, I'm not afraid of that dude. I'm not intimidated by that dude. Like, him being the devil would be super anticlimactic. The only way they can get out of this devil shit is if it's Adam Cole or if it's CM Punk. That's it. I agree. There's nobody else. So it's not okay. like there's another free agent out there that could like that you'd freak out like, holy shit, I can't believe it's this guy. Like, there's nobody. So do you think regardless we see the reveal this weekend? 
Because if it's Adam Cole, he just had surgery, did he not? So I assume he's not. Well, again, supposedly, supposedly he had surgery. Oh, so you think this? Supposedly he's yeah. hurt, but we don't really know. But again, again, I, I don't know, bro. I really think he is hurt, and because I think if he was, I think if he was like faking it, he would at least be there, like on crutches, you know, like pretending he's you know what i mean like yeah you, you get what i'm saying like if he was like pretending he was actually hurt he would be there because that They'd was on be what good. grand slam he got hurt right which is in yeah. september yeah. so it's about two months since then so say he didn't have surgery two months i don't know depending on the actual injury like two months is a long time to recover in a way you know what i mean yeah and just because he comes back doesn't mean he's instantly wrestling again either you can drag yeah. that match out you know yeah as long as he can honest, like I said, because I think if you do the devil reveal, the most you do is have him come out on center stage and take the mask off or face-to-face take the mask off, and that's it. But, you know, <laughs> the, mo- like, the most heart-wrenching thing that I can imagine is if whatever pay-per-view's over, these four hooded people get into the ring, one of them has a devil mask on or whatever, or they're all wearing different type of devil mask. I don't fucking know. And one takes it off and it's Matt Taven. Then the other one takes it off and it's fucking whatever the fuck the other guy's name is from. Uh, Maria Canellis's husband. Oh, Mike? <laughs> yeah, Mike Canellis. Sorry. Then he takes it off and it's Mike Bennett. And then the other one takes it off and it's Roddy. And then the other one steps into the middle and he slowly goes for the mask. And can you imagine like MJF like crying and just looking at him like, no, like, no, please don't be like, don't be Adam Cole, like on some don't be Adam Cole type shit. Yeah. You know how fucking heartbreaking that would be like to see him going, no, don't, don't do this. Please don't, don't, don't. And he takes the mask off and it's fucking Adam Cole, Uh, Adam Cole in full heel, evil fucking Adam Cole, not. You know, sorry, I am doing this. No, no, no. He has to be an evil fucking mastermind. Has, yeah, the signs are more pointing towards Adam Cole because remember they had the back room, locker room segment where the mask was hanging up there. Yep. And like... But here's he the has thing, to be like, like he has to be I evil think, mastermind, bro. I think it would be so dope if somehow it was CM Punk. I'm with you on that. But between like the the press release and all this other stuff, like. That's why I said it'd be a massive swerve. I don't know. I'll admit, this devil thing, it's not getting as much attention as what I'm about to reference it to. But would you say in a weird way it's kind of up there with Cody? Like, is he actually leaving AEW to go to WWE kind of thing? Like, Because remember, a lot of people thought it was work. That, nah, the Cody thing was much bigger. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, no, I agree. Not a lot of, it kind of has that yeah. aspect to it. Yeah, it's it has like that uh, aura about it, you know. But definitely the Cody thing was. We were bugging that whole fucking weekend with that Cody shit. Like, it, we were like, "Yo, it's like that shit was." That's that's what I'm talking about. That's the type of shit you have to take advantage of. Shit like that. That's why Tony Khan should be like. Throwing money at the Young Bucks and Kenny and CM Punk to sit them down somewhere in secrecy and be like, listen, let's get all this shit done. Let's get this shit settled. You can no longer do this. We can't be doing this. You know, shake on it, but really fucking shake on it. 
and let's get this done and let's do business. Cause like Just we, ha- we are, we have the chance to do something super special here. That's never been done. Like that should be appealing to all of them. Yeah. It really should. But you know, you know. regardless, think we can wrap it from here i'm excited for this weekend i oh, just think it's time. gonna be a great show bro friday friday we got smackdown going head to head with fucking collision. Oh, collision yeah you know it's not <laughs> i don't think i don't think either one of them are gonna make it a big deal though because it's in oh, a couple we'll of days it's monday bro we'll see yeah we'll see so i don't know we'll see we'll see where it goes but i don't know SmackDown hasn't hyped anything up, and Tony hasn't really either for Collision. Yeah, I'm checking my emails to see if I'm getting any WWE propaganda. <laughs> you know, here's, here's the Monday Night Raw one. I'm waiting to see SmackDown. Undertaker will be <laughs> live on SmackDown wrestling Cody Rhodes. The main, of, the main event of SmackDown, The Rock and Stone Cold, one yes. more time. <laughs> and then, then um, oh, one last thing. And then we'll then we'll go. I promise. What do you think of this Ric Flair multi-year signing with AEW? You know, it's funny. Multi-year signing, and Sting's very well known. He's leaving in like March. I just I don't I don't get like why. I mean, if you're gonna have because the thing is too, like I thought maybe he would like start managing Andrade or something like that. Which that you know? did, which we texted about, yes. But then Andrade comes out with fucking Lana, Lana or CJ, sorry. And it's like, okay, what? Why? Why is he coming out with fucking CJ Perry? But I don't know, bro. Uh, you know, again, I want nothing to do with Ric Flair in the ring Same. in any uh-huh. way. I do not want to see him wrestling. I don't want to see him taking bumps. Nope. I don't want to see him going through any table. I don't want to see none of that shit. I don't want to see any of it. After this okay? thing shit, Andrade or nothing, in my opinion. If he's going to come out and be managing, like, FTR or something, that's cool, you know. Or even, like, if he gets, like, if Andrade gets back with LFI and he's, like, with Rick, there with, like, Ric Flair, I think that would be dope. Because then they could just all be, like, styling and profiling and all that shit. That would be fine. But like, yeah. I don't need to see Ric Flair doing anything physical, yeah. bro. I really don't. This just no. we don't need it. So this multi-year thing, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Which, but once again, don't blame Ric Flair because I bet you any money Tony gave him a good chunk of change too. Oh yeah. Year. So good for Ric Flair. Older. One last thing because Ric Flair's been very open about like his finances. How he's like. That's why he went to TNA after WWE because he needed money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it's going to do it for us. I'm very excited for this weekend. I know Lou's excited. I imagine that at least the AEW fans who watch the show are excited, right? Should I don't know excited. what the fuck I'm going to do Friday. Yeah, I'm... Uh, Actually, yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm watching Collision. What am I talking they're, going, about? they're going head-to-head, correct? Like head-to-head, yes, like time and everything? Yeah. And it's two hours of SmackDown and three hours of freaking AEW because they have Rampage right after yeah, so. Collision. I know for sure I will be watching Collision. Reason being is because I will be in that building the next day. I should probably see the Go Home Show before I go to the show, right? Nice. Kind of makes sense. Um, True. You know, going to be an important one. Um, but yeah, so for me, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Nick Anicelli. But most importantly, follow the show. 
Follow us on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at Wrestling B Trash. On Instagram, at Wrestling is Trash. But YouTube, YouTube, that shit right there, that shit. Wrestling is Trash on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, share. We we go on Apple. We go on all this other stuff. We're all about it. But us personally, the one we like the most is YouTube. Why? Because we have our faces here for an hour and 51 minutes. You know, like, look look at us. Look at these dashing men. Right? <laughs> look at us. See what's up. We spend the time for the YouTube. So watch. We ask we watch the YouTube. Um, but that's all I got. Thank you all. As always, Lou, take us home. Yes, sir. Lou from the BX, host of Everything Podcast. Co-host of Wrestling is Trash. Your uh, favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. You already know. Hit up Instagram, Wrestling is Trash. On there, you can find the Pico link in the description for all of the content. One of those being the YouTube page. We love recording the YouTube show. Uh, we would really appreciate you guys if you followed us on there. Spread the word. If you enjoy this show, click share. Send it to your friends. Post it on Twitter. See what happens. Hey, we appreciate it either way. Drop a comment. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think your picks are for the AEW Full Gear Show. Um, All that good stuff, man. We're here. We uh thank you guys very much for joining us on another episode of this show. And uh that's it, man. Enjoy wrestling, my friends. Until next time. Peace.